Caitlin and Adam from A Seat Around Our Farm Table. So tonight's topic will be about uh, sponsoring a child through like from Haiti. Yeah, through a, a group called uh, Second Chance Global. They are a fantastic organization to either donate money through, purchase products like things that are handcrafted from women and children in Haiti, and you can also sponsor a child, you can do missions through them, like be a missionary through them, the whole nine yards. So, we just sponsored a three-year-old little girl named... It's an interesting name. Rose Berlin, I think? Yeah, Rose Berlin. Rose Berlin. Yeah, Rose Berlin. Rose Berlin. Yes. And she is the cutest little thing ever. Like, I remember when the other night when I was looking at through their children that they had out there um, on their, the kids that you could sponsor, like, the children, they're kind of like a varying, either they're orphans or they're part of, like, what is it, the family Yeah, they program. do have a family outreach as well where they administer to the whole family. And so, we decided to go with a three-year-old little girl. It's between three little girls that we were trying to choose between. But the first one that really spoke to me was Rose Berlin. And she's a three-year-old little girl. She does happen to be with a family, like with her own family. She's not an orphan. And so we were really torn between these three little girls that really that like really just spoke to me. And so we prayed about it. And the one I ended up really feeling like that we really need to go with was the three three-year-old little girl. Did you kind of have that too, or like what? Was there a child that you would have... I mean, none of them uh, jumped out at me like they did you. Um, but certainly, I, in one sense, I, I, I definitely like supporting the the orphans. But I know that they run great orphanages. This, this ministry also runs the orphanages and takes good care of those kids. And so it's really kind of neat to uh, sponsor a child knowing that part of that sponsorship is going to be making sure the family... Um, is taken care of and they got the, the things they need, the skills they need um, to be a successful family. So that's, that's just really exciting. And that's the thing that like really like was kind of bothering me. Like, you know, just trying to like, you know, go with the one child that I felt like that I felt like that God was saying, Hey, I really want you to sponsor this child is because the other two kids, the two other girls were orphans. And so, it was really hard to go, okay, well, you know, we can only foster one child. We can only financially afford to sponsor one child. And the child that I feel like, you know, that we're supposed to go with is one that's with a family. But, you know, it could be that merely that one child being with a family, it could, whether or not you sponsor that, I feel like that whether or not you sponsor that child is whether or not, like, what could, like, make or break, you know, the, how successful that child is later in life, whether or not that child gets to stay with their family or not. Um, and I was doing research about um, children in Haiti and 
what I found out with Haiti, which I found this very interesting. I don't know if you found this interesting or not earlier when we were talking over dinner when we finally went through with doing the sponsoring, is that in Haiti, there are estimated to be about 760 orphanages in Haiti. What does that like feel like to you? That's an awful lot of orphanages. Um. <clears throat> and it's heartbreaking. It really is. Just in like one country alone, like in I don't think Haiti's that big of a country. No, Haiti, uh, Haiti's really small. I mean, it shares shares an island with the Dominican Republic, and which that company, that organization, also does like the Dominican Republic as right. well. But the Dominican Republic is interesting because though they're both on the same island, the Dominican Republic is a far more stable and wealthy country compared to Haiti. Now, in fact, people I've talked to who who have flown like from Haiti. Um, one end of the island to the other, they said you can see the border. It is so much greener and plusher on the Dominican Republic side compared to. So you can see the borderline because of the, even the difference in that. And so um, it just it just shows that you know that here's a country that's struggling, they've, and they've struggled a lot this year. They've had the earthquake just here recently. Uh, they had the president who was assassinated earlier this year. Also, um, there's the whole thing going on like with. The, uh, with what is it? The uh, radical Muslims uh, well, yeah, kidnapping I mean, like missionaries over there, but well, that's just not focusing on them. But yeah, I mean this. Well, in this case, it's just the, the street gangs. Yeah, um, and that's because they they don't have a stable government, and so the, the gangs are kind of running things. And this one gang has has, has kidnapped um, some uh, missionaries, including some children. Yeah, I guess one was like three. Yeah, there's like oh, there's like eleven of them, the yeah, or something like that. And there's they're 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 asking seventeen million dollars for them. Um, I know this today. I think I was reading an article. They're threatening to kill them. Yeah. Um, so it, it's you know that's unfortunately um, one of the dangers of any missionary. Most places, I mean, there's definitely missionaries in places that are far that are really stable and they don't really fear that kind of thing, but. You know, I uh, you know I have family who have been missionaries in places where it was very dangerous, and so, um, but still, it's just a matter. It's a country that's very, very unstable, very has, um, just doesn't have structure, and so um, in that sense, it's it's really kind of rewarding to have an opportunity to to bring some some structure and some um, some hope into into the lives of these children, and in this case. Um, you know, this child's family as well, so that we know that we're not just supporting Rose Berlin, but her family, and that's and that's kind of nice to know that a whole family's lives being impacted by what we're able to do this time. And it's not like with the thing I really like about the Second Chance Global is that it's not just one person or one family that can donate to like a specific child, like so that way, like if like there's a child that like really like just spoke to your heart. If they're already being, you know, they have, like, one person, like, donating to them, like, to them or to their family, like, them and their family, like, that's not saying that they're instantly taken away. Like, other people can also donate to that specific child until, like, that child has had so many, like, donor, like, small, like, sponsors. Right. Um, and then they, like once they reach the goal of how many sponsors they need for that one child that I think they make it to like where you can still see that child on their page but they're not 
you know, it's like where you can't sponsor that. Right. You can, you, can just, you can see that they're already fully sponsored. Yeah. So. And then also, too, something else I read was about 32,000 children in Haiti alone live in orphanages. That is a tremendous amount, especially for such a small country. Right. And, and I'm not positive exactly how their orphanages work. Cause I know that uh, years ago I went on a mission trip to Mexico. And they have a lot of orphanages there as well. But a lot of those children um, are given up by the families because they know they can't support them. And I wonder if that's how Haiti works, too, is because like the families can't keep can't afford them right and so that's like why like with me and i feel like that's why with rose berlin is that i'm like if there's a way to prevent her from going into an orphanage because her parents can't keep her up because they don't have the tools and necessities that they need to be able to you know learn how to create a job like you know like how to get a job or be able to start up their own business or even basic necessities like of like in like hygiene Like, you know, I I guess that's the reason, like, with hers, I was like, she's just three years old. Like, you know, I would hate to be a three-year-old and then, like, my family have to give me up. Right. So, also, too, I read about how in Haiti that legally, by law, this is their law in Haiti, by Haitian law on their eighth, on the child's 18th birthday... The children age out of the orphanage care system, which, with that being said, that recent studies show that the youth who grow up in the institutions, meaning the orphanages, are 40 times more likely to become homeless, 70 times more likely to have a criminal record, 60 times more likely to be forced into prostitution, and 10 times more likely to commit suicide. That is, like, really, really sad. But, you know, like, you see that, too, even in the States, like, where kids who grow up in, like, foster care and all that, they're just as likely and as prone to going into that. And so, which, to me, which is, like, why, like, to me, like, sponsoring a child, whether it's in your own country or sponsoring a child in another one, or just being a foster child, like, parent to a child in your own country or or adopting one in your own country or vice versa like to me like you know just them being able to have like a stable family environment the whole nine yards knowing that they have someone that loves them speaks a lot right i agree and i kind of feel like if they're having to grow up in the system and everything and then they're kicked out because i think like in the states don't like when they age out they go to like what group homes I mean, yeah, I mean, they, there's usually a group homes available, um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, there's not a good, there's not a good transition there. They've tried all kinds of different things to transition, um, foster kids from foster, foster homes to, um, you know, through the process of school or trade school and then on their own, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's a difficult yeah um we'll post it in the um in our link section and we'll post the link to their website um so that way if you're interested in you know doing missionary trips with them or 
or sponsoring a child or just donating or purchasing like these beautiful handmade items by the women and children and whatnot from the families from over there i'll post the website link in the in our description and also too we have a gofundme account going on right now to help raise money to go towards these families and whatnot and we'll add those in the um in the link below do you have anything else to add to it no that's about all i mean it's, it's a great opportunity for people be sure to follow up with us and see what other things are going on and obviously follow the podcast and you'll hear about more as we get opportunities to, to do things and to reach out to rose berlin and so we'll keep you updated like when if like when we get like stuff like about her the whole nine years we do know that she is three that she is a very outgoing child that like when she enters the room she's just she just brings love the whole nine yards and that you know that they feel and hope that you know she'll be able that god will be able to use her in glorious ways the whole nine yards so we will definitely post all that in the show notes and we hope to hear from you soon or vice versa bye guys bye